The House passes a broad health care bill targeting site-neutral payments, price transparency, and pharmacy benefit managers. A congressional inquiry finds that the nation's largest pharmacy chains share medical data with law enforcement without a warrant. And Moody's downgrades Walgreens' rating to junk amid the pharmacy company's recent health care strategy push. It's Wednesday, December 13th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill on Monday that would implement a number of reforms within the healthcare industry in an attempt to ultimately bring down healthcare costs for consumers. House Resolution 5378, known as the Lower Costs, More Transparency Act, passed in the House with broad bipartisan support in a 320 to 71 vote. 39 Republicans and 31 Democrats voted against the bill, with one Democrat voting present. The bill was first introduced in early September by Republican Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers of Washington State. The bill would require hospitals and health systems to publish their prices and related information on an annual basis, including discounted cash prices as well as negotiated charges. This requirement also extends to other facilities that participate in Medicare, including ambulatory surgical centers, imaging service providers, and clinical laboratories. The bill would also compel payers and pharmacy benefit managers, or PBMs, to provide employers with semi-annual reports on the number and types of claims for covered drugs, including whether the drugs are brand name or generic, as well as their associated costs for their covered beneficiaries. It also prohibits so-called spread pricing. That's when a PBM charges payers like Medicaid more than they pay a pharmacy for a medication and then keeps the spread or difference as profit. The bill would also eliminate $16 billion in disproportionate share hospital program cuts through 2025, while also providing $15 billion in funds toward community health centers, as well as programs like the National Health Service Corps to address physician shortages in underserved communities. Perhaps the portion of the bill that is receiving the most pushback from hospital industry groups is a provision that would require Medicare payments for certain services administered at off-campus hospitals outpatient departments to be reimbursed at the same level as in other provider settings, like physician offices. Leading up to the House's vote, industry groups, including the American Hospital Association and the Federation of American Hospitals, urged lawmakers to vote no on the bill over this site-neutral payment provision, claiming that it will harm access to care. The bill now heads to the Senate. A recent congressional investigation revealed that retail pharmacies, including the nation's largest chains, are turning over patients' prescription records to law enforcement agencies without warrants, and impacted patients are often unaware. In a letter sent to Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra on Tuesday, Democratic congressional lawmakers, including Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon and Representatives Pramila Jayapal of Washington State and Sarah Jacobs of California, alerted the agency that a recent oversight inquiry found that police and other authorities regularly acquire patient information from pharmacies. The congressional inquiry was in response to broad concerns from Americans regarding health privacy 
and surveillance following the Supreme Court's decision in the Dobbs v. Jackson women's health case that overturned Roe v. Wade in 2022. Lawmakers surveyed eight major pharmacy chains, including CVS Health, Walgreens, Amazon Pharmacy, Rite Aid, Cigna, and OptumRx, as well as grocery chains Walmart and Kroger. According to the letter, all pharmacies surveyed do not require a warrant prior to sharing pharmacy records with law enforcement authorities unless mandated by state law. Instead, the pharmacies only require a subpoena. Legally, a warrant, which is typically issued by a judge, authorizes an act that would otherwise violate an individual's rights, such as a home search by police, whereas a subpoena compels a person or organization to provide information that is relevant to a legal proceeding. Three companies, CVS, Kroger, and Rite Aid, informed lawmakers that their pharmacies are required to respond to law enforcement demands immediately, citing extreme pressure to respond to those requests. The other five companies said that any patient record demands were reviewed by legal professionals before sending a response. Amazon Pharmacy was the only one that said it had a policy of informing customers when law enforcement requested their records unless prohibited by state law. The lawmakers wrote that several of the pharmacies it surveyed cited language in HHS regulations that allow healthcare providers to disclose such information if required by law or pursuant to a legal process or an administrative request. As a result, the lawmakers encouraged Secretary Becerra to consider strengthening the agency's HIPAA regulations to more closely align with Americans' reasonable privacy expectations. As a result of the inquiry, Walgreens, Kroger, and CVS will publish annual transparency reports on law enforcement demands. CVS said it will publish its first report in early 2024. Moody's Investors Service downgraded Walgreens Boots Alliance's rating to junk as the company moves to expand its healthcare offerings. As first reported by Bloomberg, the agency cut Walgreens' rating to BA2 on Monday. BA2, or BB when used by other credit agencies, falls just below investment grade and is considered more speculative. It's the second highest rating in the non-investment grade bracket, also known as junk or high yield. In a note, Moody said the ratings cut was due to what it says was Walgreens' quote, stubbornly high financial leverage, weak interest coverage, and pressured free cash flow, unquote. Moody's went on to say that it believes that those issues will be sustained over the next 12 to 18 months. Moody's previously indicated that it was weighing dropping Walgreens' rating. A Walgreens representative said in a statement that it was disappointed in Moody's decision. The downgrade comes as Walgreens continues its pivot away from retail operations to focus more on healthcare delivery in order to compete with rival chain CVS. That strategy was put into place by former Walgreens CEO Rosalind Brewer. During her tenure, Walgreens fully acquired post-acute and home care company CareCentrix, as well as undertaking a $9 billion deal from Village MD, of which Walgreens is a majority shareholder, to buy urgent care and primary care provider Summit Health last year. 
Brewer abruptly left the chief executive role in September. Since Brewer's exit, the company has announced plans to lay off about 5% of its corporate staff and close 60 of its Village MD primary care sites as it seeks to bring down costs. Though Walgreens stock took a hit following the downgrade news, it did see a bump on Tuesday, following rumored reports that it's weighing an exit from its British drugstore chain Boots. A potential Boots sale could be worth about 7 billion British pounds, or roughly $8.8 billion. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.